Welcome to the world of Thea, a wondrous and imaginary place where tall ships, magic and adventure, calls to the hearts of many brave women and men such as yourselves. Whether you've come seeking profit, fame, titles, or perhaps even glory for the nations you've chosen to serve, one thing is certain, the more you risk, the greater will be your reward. We send you now to join with your new crew aboard the Seraphim. She's a proud ship, with a stout captain and a strong crew. And even though this be her maiden voyage, your mission is so important that news of it has already begun to spread across the seas. So sharpen your cutlass, prime your muskets, and ready yourselves for the journey of a lifetime. The tides be right, and it's time we were away. Ahoy there. Yeah. We see you. We see you through our spy glass because Gregor can see two miles with that damn thing. Right there you are and <clears throat> put on pants. You're scaring us. But welcome back <coughs> to another edition of The Secrets of the Seraphim. I'm Raz, and I am absolutely not joined by the, uh, the entire team. But let me explain why, RL. That's it. Real life shit got in the way. So unfortunately, they, uh, Ezra, York, and uh, Annika Finley are out. Um, trying to see if Anakin can catch cannonballs. They're basically doing like the old scene uh, from original in Kick-Ass when he put her in the bulletproof vest and he's like, do you want an ice cream? Yeah, boom! And he kept knocking her down with the bulletproof vest. We're doing that with Anika trying to catch cannonballs off of a four-pounder that Ezra's firing. So something like that's going on somewhere, but we'll get back to them next time. But, it, you know, it's one of those, yeah, I could easily catch cannonball. Maybe not so easy. Uh, but that's sort of where that is. Um, but we are going to join now with the last part of the, before we arrive at our next location, we're going to be with Elisa and Gregor for a few moments, just tidying up the situation with Alcenzia Orsini. They, uh, have made it a pact with Becca O'Rourke, uh, and the cameo to track down at sea, the Sultana's pleasure. And she's going to help them find the boat, the ship. And hopefully make some sort of a contact if necessary or be there just in case the situation gets a little bit out of hand. The idea here is to pay up whatever ransom or fee they want for uh, Alchenzia and get her back safely to Thea. Uh, Gregor, how are you this evening? Doing well. I'm doing much better now that I'm back. Oh, there you go. And how about you, Elisa? I'm doing wonderfully. I'm excited to finally get my sister-in-law back i hope <laughs> i hope listen there's always there this is 7c we know that there's always going to be uh a hope and at this point i think you've you've covered every base you were able to the main the main hook here was trying to find out whether or not what the cameo was up to and not blow that that <laughs> situation you know have it flare up to such a negative degree but you were able to come up with a good plan and um yeah she's She's all about making money. If you can keep the cameo well supplied with with trinkets and shinies, they tend to be more more pliable. Oh yeah. So I think what um, I think what Elisa was trying to not say was basically as long as Gregor doesn't fuck it up again. Well, that's not really. I mean, <laughs> no, I keep, no. You know. I, I'm just no. I coming off of um a couple weeks of recording Cthulhu and um with the oh. curveballs. <laughs> no spoilers listeners but with the curveballs that are coming up um just gently skeptical just a little skeptical but excited yeah one of the 
after 90 something hours of recording uh, or publishing, right? We're on our like 85 or something. Yeah, like that. I, I'm working on episode 83 right now. Yeah, so with 80 something episodes in and to to have one of the great mind screws over coming up around 85 or 86 in 80 hours of play and have one of the best ones, it was pretty it was pretty epic when that happened. I I was I was happy. Nobody else was, but I I was happy when th those things happened um, in Cthulhu and Cairo. They weren't so happy, but it doesn't matter because my happiness should reign supreme. I'm the keeper. They're the players. No, no, don't look at me like that, Jezebel. Hear this out. You play Cthulhu, you play Cthulhu and Cairo to be scared, have your nerves shattered, and go insane. That's I'm not why I do it. Insane. Well, that's the reason everybody else does it. That's so. why I do it. No, I, I do it to be social and hang out with people. And like you know, have a jolly good time. Damn it! Well, then, wah, then Cthulhu wah, is not the wah. game for you. <laughs> yeah, then you should really be drawing your. Then welcome to Secrets of a Seraphim, where that's exactly what we do. Uh, Let's right. make some merriment. Damn it! Well, tonight we'll be merry. Uh, so the you uh, actually met up with Becca on May thirty first of nineteen of, of our year off the calendar of sixteen forty in Thea. It's whatever year of our Lord Dominion. Da 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 da. But. Uh, Two days later, 48 hours later, you do end up spiting, uh, spotting the Sultana's Pleasure. And I will bring the crew over to see that, and I will let one of them do something very different tonight. I'm going to roll. Elisa, high or low? Oh, my. Ah, uh, um, high. And I rolled an eight. So yes. let me show you what you see. You are now... That was so stressful for me. I really don't know why. I got to... I gotta chill out. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta take a step Look, that's out. only the first roll of the evening, Elisa. All right. So this is what you see. So why don't you go ahead and instead of me talking all the damn time, why don't you describe to our listeners how big this sucker is? A uh, little old me. Yeah, go ahead. What's the ship look like to you as you approach it? Oh, good lord. All right. Um, come on, Mel. Bust out those nautical terms I taught you from when I lived on a cruise ship. Um, fear. I don't panic, know if we can speak bells. nautically to family. <laughs> I, this this might come as a surprise to viewers. Um, Mel has anxiety and being put on the spot. Okay, here we go. All right. Um, <laughs> well, listeners, the sails are white. Oh my! And God. large. <laughs> no. Um. It's 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 a fairly it's a fairly large ship. Um probably holds a lot of people illegally which is why we're going to uh, all right free one of them it's wood um it's, brown it's about wood. the size of a of a double decker bus with sails it's it's a yeah the it's a, it's very tall walls uh she sits way high in the water uh, it's a big old galley high berth uh, low keel high berth low keel yeah but they and that was excellent lisa uh, your voice got a little dark, a little heavier, but that's fine. It was good. I like Raz, it. this is why you do what you do. You are so good no, at the descriptors. Please don't even... It's uh, double masts, and then um, off the bow, there's a small... I forget what kind of sheets those are, but because I, I, I know I'm... And there's a, also a, a quadrasail off the back, that, that one that cuts. doesn't matter. Big galley. Get a picture of a big galley. Bigger than, like... Um, I want to say the Black Pearl because Black Pearl was way out of, out of shit size for what it should have been. But yes, it's a big old slaver galley is what it looks like. But 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 much better, much cleaner, much nicer. Ship's Close, in good shape. Closer to the size of the Queen Anne's Revenge, actually, from those yeah, movies. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. 
So that's what you see on the horizon, and you make approach to it fairly quickly. We're not going to worry about the tacking and everything, because as the, the cameo just comes zipping out, you know, she just cuts across her and starts yelling way ahead of you that, you know, it's, we need to talk, we need to talk to your captain, you know, drop sail, drop sail, and they're, they're, the guy's in a panic. There is no cannon on this sucker. Like, he's... His protection is the idea that no one would want to sink this ship because you don't want to risk war with the Crescent Empire, right? They're just they're just not somebody you want to mess with during this period of time, and especially in, even in uh, Thea, the Crescent Empire is massively big. It's big. It's the Middle East, and this ship should be under protection in these waters. But <clears throat> the cameo being a ship that she is, and the Seraphim coming up behind her with cannon. It, this guy's a little bit nervous, but he does lower sails and comes to a crawl. <clears throat> and uh, you get up alongside of her, Gregor. And let, this way the approach looks as you come around is going to be something more like this. I do have this set up here. If I can, I uh, may I? Yep. Uh, what what we would actually do in open seas like this without anchor is there would not be a pull up alongside. It would be a longboat. Between the two. Yeah, but you still have to get close. You, you mm -hmm. still aren't going to want a longboat a mile. Right. I mean, right. you get within a, you get within like a hundred yards, ninety yards of each other. You don't want to be close where they're going to bump. Yeah. But yeah, consider that open sea like, you know, a football field, hundred yards. That's about right. Yeah. Because get... so there's the seraphim in scale. If it, I'll show you that what that looks like. That's the seraphim in scale alongside the sultana's pleasure. So you it look is quite small compared we're, to you are quite small. We're, we're about. Two thirds of, uh, or a third of that size, I think. Yeah, but and it's... the cameo is not much. She's about your keel structure in size, just more, more massive, more sheets. The way she's set, so it, it both your ships are made for speed. This, as you can see, is just a juggernaut. It's not made for speed. It okay. holds people and the food to keep them just barely alive to their destination. Well, that's no see, and that and that's what we're going to find out as we come aboard. So. Um, <clears throat> Who's doing the talking? I don't want Becca to do it. That would be me talking to me. So, uh, Lisa, what would you like to say as you pull up or as you get on the longboats and you start coming across? Because the if you drop longboats, Becca's dropping longboats as well. <clears throat> she wants to make sure everything's kosher. I would uh, request to speak with the captain of the Sultana's Pleasure. All right. You have uh, the ability to use languages, correct? Yes, I know every uh, I know every language. Within Saya, would the Crescent Empire count? You are able. So the way they discuss languages is you have enough trader tongues of different languages where you can piece enough together to get a some sort of speech open. Understood. Um, yeah. So in a very, I'm going to use a broken form of common, and then you can answer me. You know the way you want to, but you basically hear this. Oh hi, longboat. My name is Amidez. What? Can, who are you? And what are you doing here? My name is Elisabetta Vespucci, and you have someone on your ship that we are searching for. There is no one here, lady, but the property of the Sultana. We are humble merchants who are traveling with God's will across the great seas to bring back a new harem for my mistress. She has given us gold, and that gold we have little left has been left at the at the islands of the Atibian Sea behind us many days. What is left here is hers by God's will. There is no one here aboard. They are nameless now. 
Perhaps you would like to strike a trade then? Uh, my captain, I'm not sure, would be so interested. But allow me to get him for you. Please, a moment. So he goes away. Becca's boats are pulling up slowly. You know, they're coming from a diff- you know from another side. Um, but she's, you know, sh- they're starting to get closer. Uh, you hear, hello, my name is Reyes Ibn Shaid Ibn Falak Sharaz. And I am captain of the Sultana's Pleasure. Are you here in, for peaceful terms to speak? Good day, Captain. I would like to start with peaceful terms. You have some. You have something <laughs> I want. Very well. Um, I will allow you to come aboard. You and four men. No more. I, then I, um, I'll bring Gregor, right, and I'll bring three of Isabel's Marines. Okay. Her best Alrighty. ones. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> Isabel is there listening. Um, I'm sure we have the names because we do have names for everybody. I could pull those names, but it would sound like a lot of paper rustling for me to go that far back. The Marines. Um. Who do you give her, or who does she take? Who are your best three left? Okay, so. Listeners, if I get this wrong because someone has died, my apologies. Um, why don't you take Strongarm, Tiger, and Meeks? Meeks is always there because we know about Meeks, yes. Strongarm, I go nowhere Tiger. without Meeks. Right. He doesn't stray far from you if he can keep from it. Right. Meeks right will watch my back. All right. So you're, you're, you're able to climb up the sides of this very tall galley. And when you get... Over the side, there are, you know, there's a lot, good amount of sailors, probably 40 or 50 on deck, and a bunch of people dressed in very comfortable, um, silky shirts and comfortable pantaloons, but they're barefoot, walking around the deck, talking, and they're not sailors, they just, but they're all dressed identical, male and female. Flouncy shirt, like kind of, the women are wearing it slightly, if they're too big, they're wearing it off the shoulder, and then tied. Men are wearing it just, and they're, these are just some very pretty people, all different nationalities, the whole bit. And he says, greetings to you. May God will it that we enter conversations with peace and leave in peace. I am Falak Sharaz. Please come down. I echo the same sentiments, paying respect to his culture, and I follow him. All right. I have a really so, quick question, sure. Keeper. Uh, can I understand him or no? I don't have you languages. Have then you're you're getting odd words here and there. Okay, I'm just some making sure. So some of it's yes, yeah, some of it's going to be in Vespucci. Some of it's going to be, especially Vespucci, because um, of its location and the way it traded with Arabe back and forth uh, across to North Africa, and then so she's yeah, she's no, using. Okay. Yeah, it's. Let, and, I don't want to keep you out of the conversation. No, you're good. I'm fine with it. I'm just, I'm checking so I don't uh, yeah. bust in and you go, you don't know what he's saying. So. Absolutely. So yeah, it's, it's, it's right. definitely, if you want, if you want nothing to be misinterpreted, she should be kind of keep it, you know, when it's important, she should fill you in. Say, I'm letting Gregor know exactly what they said. I would be so, filling you yeah. in as we okay. go along. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't, I wouldn't just leave you in the dark. That's okay. what I figured was like the, the little the immediate conversation i am 
out of. So that's yeah. okay. Thank you. All right. Gotcha. So he says, how may this humble servant help you? I'm hoping that you could help me solve a missing persons case. I am searching for someone. Someone who I know is on this ship, and I would like her back. Very well. Um, these humble people that you see here and some down below are, as I said, they are the property of the Sultana. They were handpicked by myself and Amirez to go home to her. We have given a fair price. And uh, who, Do you see her here, or this person? Do you see them here? I you do not on top of the deck, no. Okay. Um, I look around. I make sure that I'm checking every face. I go, I don't see her up here, but please, I'm I'm a businesswoman myself. I would never take her without giving something in return. I'm prepared to pay for her and give the Sultana what she's due. I just ask that you give a chance for a fair trade. Well, let us even see if she is here. Um, I will have the others brought up. We, we first must establish that there is something to trade. And they call down below and ev a bunch more come up. So there's about 75 to 80 people moving around. And you do see Alchenzia come up from the bottom. She's perfectly fine. They're not chained. They're not, she's not dressed in, in any type of her finery from Vodace, but her hair is pulled back. Um, she seems, I don't want to say, probably melancholy Look is the look on her face. But then she sees you and her eyes light up for a second. Um, but she's very calm. Everybody on the boat is calm. A lot of people are, they're not treating this like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. They're every... They're being fed well. I mean, there's a, there's fruit on barrels on t you know around where they can have f food, and there's some are carrying goblets. This is not you know, and it, and it, I mean, we're not talking about fancy gold, but pewter goblets with liquid in them. I mean, they're not being mistreated, is what you're seeing. That's the point I'm trying to make. That makes Elisa happy knowing that Elchenzia was treated well here. Yeah, and she, I when she does look at me. Um, I make sure to lock eyes with her and I give her a small nod because she hasn't seen me in six years. She's probably thinking that she's seeing a ghost. So the nod is to sort of say, yeah, absolutely. it's me. I'm going okay. to get you out of here. Um, I turn back to the captain and I go, yes, she is here. I see her and I would like to negotiate a trade. Which one? Um, I gesture over to Alchenzia. Oh, yes. Very pretty. Please. And he holds his hand out. She takes his hand and walks up and stands in front of you. And he stands with her and he says, you are interested in this girl. I, she is my sister-in-law and I mean to bring her home. Well, as you can see, she is... And I say that I have said this to her both publicly and privately. She's one of the most beautiful people here. The Sultana would be very pleased with her. She is the palest of skin and look, the eyes. And she's 
the flattery is flattery, but she's in a bad situation. You know, it, it's not like everybody here is openly saying, I want to live the life of a paramour in some seraglio. So, that it, but by the same token, you're, this is, he's playing the game. You are dealing with the nation where haggling is such a fine skill. If you know anything about the Arabic culture and tur- like you don't, it goes back and forth a few times. Like you have to be able to haggle because if you just want to pay full price, they think you're cheating them. Like something's wrong. So they're always going to be like, what? So he's playing it up. He's like, this is, you know, she is absolutely. And if I may, and I, I, by God's will, I am not calling you a liar. Girl, are you related to this person? She says in Vespucci and Gregor, you see her nod her head that yes, she is. She was married to my brother. And he said, ah, a, a marriage. This is how things are done in my country as well. I do not even have your name. I am Elisabetta. Elisabetta, please. Chairs, have our guests sit. We must do this properly. Can I offer you a refreshment while we begin to talk? Please. Gregor, he says, you are a, a powerful man. Sir, you must be to have two such fine ships at your command. Aye. Just starting my own fleet for now. Okay. <clears throat> so chairs are brought. They're very, very fine. Um, they let you sit down in them. They're, they're you know, they're big. Not, they don't throw cushions on the deck. They actually bring up some chairs. Uh, <clears throat> this ship does have some. But yes, some fruit is brought out, a small table. A hookah is lit. Passed around a little bit. <clears throat> Alchenzia stands beside him. She doesn't go across to you at first, Elisa. Um, and he says, so. Draws on the hookah. <laughs> what is it you offer me? To take away what could be the most pleasurable night of my sultana's life. <sighs> I have... Shall we say something also, I have something just as beautiful for the Sultana. A well, you are a little bit older, miss, but I could see that that trade would might be interesting. <laughs> please, no, not me. No. I uh her brother might have might be gone from this life, but that is where my heart lies. I have. An untouched gem. A ruby. Something that the Sultana could cut and fit into whatever finery she would like. A new set of earrings, a necklace, a bracelet. May I see this precious stone? It would give something. We need to see what I understand it is. A special gift, but may I see it? Of course. And um, I put... So I put... Um, I have two of the stones in my pocket. Okay. The other ones are around the pouch on my neck. Okay. So I reach in and I pull one of the stones out. And I hold it so that he can see it. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to catch it in any light 
making it glisten. And I go, it's fine, no? Yes. Most fine. Um, Amirez, what would you say? Maybe five, six hundred. He says, this is good. This is a nice starting offer. Hookah? And he holds the pipe out to you. Oh, no, please. I've had enough. I like to keep my head clear while I strike negotiations. No, no, this is not to take you away. This is just some some tobacco and orange peel. Very flavorful. Same Runner. stuff. It's an Ezra's pipe, just a lot nicer. I'll have some. I'll let him take some. I'm still holding out the gem. And... He says, you must understand, my sultana has many precious stones. But, and he just gently strokes her arm. He says... There are not many like this. I would like to activate my virtue. Okay. Um, the friendly. So whenever I meet a new character for the first time, they treat me as friendly for that one scene. Yep. I was saving it until now. Um, so I say... I am sure that she does have stones, but rubies are precious, quite quite rare in that part of the world. And this is a larger one, an uncut one. She could she could fashion it into whatever she likes. I'm sure that she gets plenty of jewels and gems that are already set for her. This gives her a choice. She could make something one of a kind, something no one else has. Yes, but you would ask me to go to the Sultana and say, here are your 75 beauties that I've collected for you from around the world, brought to this special place in the Atibian Sea. And oh, my Sultana, I also have a ruby. Not a beautiful blonde, but the ruby. She is going to say to me, I have rubies. I can, this does not impress me. The hardest part of this, and this is what he says to you, is I will remember what she looks like. It'll be difficult for me to not... Every night I will think, I let it go for a ruby. What would actually... How will I get rid of my memory? How will I forget a flower so fair? Would you forget for a ruby yourself? Ah, I could not be so so drawn this way. You have another such? He's <laughs> like, oh, you have another one? I lean in so that only he can hear me because I know that he probably has nosy crew. That's the, the crew is not, they're not pirates. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're totally devoted to him and the Sultan. Wow. They do whatever he says. Well, good for them. A um, hundred eunuchs or something. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I, I lean in closer and I say, I have one exactly the same. Could be yours, could fetch a fair price. Okay, so I've known you for a long time, but this is a 7C game and it's supposed to be a little bit more on the 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 side of, you know... The racy side? It's just, are you giving him cleavage as you lean in? Are you kind of showing him the goods? Are you saying, yes, I have another ruby? <laughs> are you doing it like Marilyn Monroe? Are you trying to, I mean, because you're, you're negotiating with someone who's obviously saying that 
women of this country are very pretty. They're, you know, this is different. This is somebody, you know. Yeah, I'm. um... Are you playing up your assets? Definitely. I really should have pulled one of the rubies out of your asset. (laughs) Well, the pouch pouch is around her neck. That's why I thought she was going for it. I have another ruby, right? Oh, it fell out of my bodice. (laughs) Yeah, that kind of thing. No, I'm, um, I lean in and I'm. Because somewhere Jezebel is leaning forward just to try to show you what it, how it should be. Done. Absolutely. She's like, please, this is, this is embarrassing. You are, Wait a minute. You are embarrassing you yourself. Done, your mother did not teach you how to do the bodice gem pop? How do you not do No, this, this is really. <laughs> First of Edmundo, all. Bring, bring me some walnuts. I will show her. <laughs> some walnuts uh, to replace the rubies. I don't mean to break up a moment, but dear listeners, I think we need to hearken back to the moment where Elisa couldn't say bosom. I'm just minding my own business. You need to leave. (laughs) Present your bosom forward, okay? (laughs) Just I follow. I trip over my bosom and drop the ruby in his lap. (laughs) I would never your bosom, damn it! I would never drop it. Never. That would be okay. So then, what I'm doing is I'm leaning forward, and as I'm leaning forward, I bring the other ruby out, and I'm holding it up, and I'm looking at him. Uh, through my long lashes and mm-hmm. making myself look, you know, as please accept this ruby as a token of my friendship, <laughs> as a token of on the day of my daughter's wedding, right? As a token of please give me my sister-in-law back. I am, I do not want to show you my bosom, but unfortunately, this is where we are, and right. yeah. So I, I offer. Oh, he's a handsome. He's a handsome man. I mean, I'm he's, sure he's, he is. In his forties, in his forties, but he's he's a little. Um, Amira's is younger. He's interested in your bosom, um, but everyone he, he looks, is. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> everybody is. So as the other ruby comes out, he's like, "Okay," he says, "Master, this this is those are a nice set of rubies." So I got somebody to say nice set of rubies. Okay, so that's all I was looking for. Moving on, the idea here is what, amazing. What a great set of rubies. Yes. Um, <laughs> Great facts of land, yes, <laughs> Go ahead and make me a convince, and f- you tell me: Are you finessing this, or are you going with all-out panache with a big like Dolly Parton type sway? What? Which one are you doing? Are you going more finessey, like subtle, lean in, let the perfume hit the back, you know, hit his nose, that kind of thing? Or are you going in with just the? The May West flauncy. Let come see me sometime. Let me do finesse because that's more Elisa style. She's more subtle. She's more. All right. So go ahead and give me finesse and convince. And he is going to resol- do a resolve. And I guess resolve and convince convince you not to do it. So yes, we will roll separately and tell each other how many successes we have. I am desperately trying to do math here. Give me one moment. Okay. I, How many? I have three successes. He is interested in your rubies. Wonderful. I knew he would be. I rolled terrible. Um, I thought he'd be better than that. So much for so much for the the Arab master Hagler. He uh, he fell down on on that one. He has nothing so compared to the Vidachian with the rubies. Right. So you are no problem. He says very well. And he, I don't want to say he leans his hand out and gently takes him from you and gives you that, you know, that look, 
that Woody Allen from Love and Death where he's kind of... <laughs> not sure exactly what, what he's doing. I'm returning whatever sent. I'm returning whatever yes. he's giving. I'm returning his energy, you know, giving him a smile, um, saying, I'm so happy that we could do business together. As am I. If you're ever in the Crescent Empire, the great city of Baghdad, please don't hesitate to look me up. Everyone knows the name. Falak Shiraz. I would be most humble to entertain you. I thank you for the invitation. Girl, you would have been a fine prize for my sultana, but that's a great set of rubies. You have to go. So he uh, passes her off to you guys. Everybody's fine. Um, he waves goodbye. Now, the kicker to this is you obviously don't ha- I mean, by doing it this way and haggling, you don't have enough for the entire slave group. So there's a lot of people looking at you like, what about me? But there's nothing you can do. Some of them look absolutely like this is a better life than I was ever going to have. Um, I was probably going to end up doing some sort of plantation work and dying in my 30s. Now I'll be on satin pillows and die in my 40s. You know, I mean, there's stuff. Some people are like thrilled by it. Some people are thinking it's terrible. Again, it's it's a mixed bag. But in a hard world, this this is a situation for them and they're just dealing with it the best they can. But you obviously don't have enough to buy the entire group. Yeah, the way that Elise is looking at it is in she's rationaling it as she's rationalizing it as sometimes in business you have to make tough decisions, you have to make mm-hmm. tough calls. And sometimes with life, right now, Alchenzia is what matters, and she was able to save Alchenzia. Right. Um, but she does feel guilty about the rest of the people on the ship she says he says well to your longboats then lady and he helps her down and then helps you down captain we did not have much time but i hope you enjoyed my hookah and my the liqueur safe travels to you you as well sir And, and he says and good luck with your fleet he starts to call for sails their boat starts to go you start pulling towards uh, the Seraphim. And as you do, the gun walls open. On which ship? The Seraphim. The other... The, the cameo doesn't have that. It only has swivel guns. Oh, that's right. Oh, and this one doesn't... The, the slave ship doesn't have guns at all. Correct. Uh... And you hear... Oh, you got her! That's excellent! Just send her up on board and... Um... Take her over. We'll do it this way. Send her over to the cameo, and I'll uh, everything will be fine. We'll do it that way. And then, Gregor, you can have this lovely ship back. Who is Just speaking? put the young lady, Becca, put okay. the young lady on my ship, and we'll uh, we'll call it even for now. That's what she yells down. Call what even? What was that? Call what even? At that, this is insurance for the business proposition between myself and Elisa. I'll hold on to her sister-in-law until we get set up and she gets back to take the family estate over. This, I have to hold, my men are going to need something in assurance. Put her on my boat and you can have yours back. Becca, I'm sorry. I'm afraid that we did not strike that accord. 
there was never a cannonball rips and just misses the hits in the water and splashes. She says, you are not a word is a word, but I'm from the black. My crew is more than willing to go with the, down this path and make this bargain with you. But right now I've got nothing but a promise to a woman who doesn't even have a company yet for me to deal with. I will never harm her. She will be safe with me. In fact, in the cameo, we're heading right out. We're heading towards Vodace now to wait to await your signal and let us know that you're back in business. As soon as that happens, you can have her back. But right now, I'm going to need you to put her on my boat. I look over at Elisa and I say, I assume that that's going to be a no. <laughs> you mean from the dinghy you're in? <laughs> no, I, I say to Elisa, not to Becca. No, I know. Yeah. I assume this is a no, right? Alchenzi goes, what's going on? Why is she? Who is this person? I thought these were your ships. These are our ships. She's a dirty, foul pirate bitch. Becca. Hi, <laughs> Gregor. Would would plain cold gold set your set your men straight? Set your crew straight? Know. Uh, Gregor, this isn't anything negative. This is simply a hostage until the terms are agreed. This is just business. I'm not. Do- we're not doing anything out of the ordinary. A accord has been reached between your friend and myself. Uh, my men are all in, but we're going to be leaving our home base, dropping fla- our flag, and making up, uh, setting up a new business, which will take months to make sure it gets organized. All I'm doing is asking for some assurance that it's going to be done. This is a hostage. This is a fair trade. This isn't totally normal. Make would, sure that other cannon's primed. That's would, what you hear say. Would five or six hundred gold? I mean, that would help you set up way faster. No, I need a fence. I don't need <clears throat> the money. Will come. I was told I'd have a fence. Someone who could work the work the, the lords and ladies of Vodace and the rest of Europe and be able to move my goods legally. That's what I need. And that's what we agreed on. I'm just making sure that it gets done. And we need a trustworthy partner. You'll have a trustworthy partner. I've got her. I'll give her back. What would I do with a girl? What is she worth to me? Yes. Future business partner. Lady, stop rowing that boat. (laughs) Your guys are pulling like, sorry. (laughs) They're trying to get closer. (laughs) Becca, I'm just trying to get behind your thought process I just saved my dear sweet sister-in-law from a hostage thank you from a hostage situation I what on God's green earth makes you think that I am about to put her in another hostage situation you you rescued her from slavery and from a life of of sex trafficking I'm offering her a birth aboard the cameo and in a few weeks, I'll give her back to you once you've taken back your family estate and killed your brother. This is... I don't understand where this is. why everyone's getting so bad out of shape. Because this was not part of the original discussion. This was not part... Have you ever struck a deal before? I... And then it changed. Because I have your cannons. And your ship at the moment. My men are on both. We took our three longboats, and we came aboard here. And, um, yeah. I had other... We, so her longboats are behind the Seraphim, and she came up that side and just basically grabbed everybody and took the boat real quick. 
That was her plan all along. Talk to Alchenzi. Alchenzi is like, what's going on? Just explain it to me. I don't understand why she's firing at us. I I haven't even had a moment. I I talk. I um I look up at Becca. Right. And I go, listen. I have not had one moment with my sister-in-law to even say how happy I am to see her after six years apart. You well, will go to my ship. Well, I'll have dinner ready for you. Just leave her there. Go up. You and her go to the ship. Gregor, you come back. Take this one. We'll go aboard. Everybody will be fine. You will give me one moment. You will not fire any more cannons. You will give me one moment. I don't want to kill my partner. I, you don't. You're (laughs) killing me metaphorically. No more cannons for one moment. Please. I'm rubbing my temples. I'm going, God damn it. I hate. Becca so much. <laughs> Gregor's like, I told you. <laughs> this woman's a whore. I, I tried to warn you. What can I say? <laughs> I look over my shoulder at you and <laughs> I shoot you the nastiest look. Now is not the fucking time, Gregor. If I wasn't trying to prove to Becca that we were a team and we were doing good, I would I would thump you so hard on the forehead. Okay. I just, am I going home? I, I am holding Alchenzia's hands and I go, I am so happy to see you again. I, are you all right? She says, I, 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 I'm okay. I, I, they treated me well. We were never touched or harmed. They, they said that it would be inappropriate. Um, they fed us. We all had our own hammocks. It was, it, it was frightening to think what would become of us, but I, I'm okay. I'm very happy to hear that. I, that woman up there, I struck a deal with her originally to save you from the ship. I've been searching for you since the Atebian since the Atibian Sea, I've been... I heard that you were in trouble and I came right away. I... She calls you Sorella. S-O-R-E-L-L-A. Sorella, which means sister. Sorella, just tell me, what does it, What does she want? Why... Is she suggesting... What? That... I, I, I picked up some words. She wants me on her ship? She wants... Can you come with that ship? I can't go. I... She wants to take you as as an insurance policy. She wants to take you as I promised her that I would take Rodrigo down and I would help her set up in Vodace at home. You deserve the, you deserve it. You my brother always said it would you were meant for this. I know, and... Where is she take? Where does she want to take me? She would take you home. She would take you back home, but you would have to stay on the ship. You would have to stay on the ship until I brought Rodrigo down, and... I don't want to do that, but right now I think it's the... It's the only way that she's going to let us back on the boats, and she's not going to sink us right here, but I don't want to take you from one hostage situation and put you back in another that isn't fair to you. 
I lean close to Elisa. Facing, we're facing away from the seraphim, and say, "Why don't you go with Elchinzia onto the cameo? And when you get the signal, make sure you're both as far below deck as possible." You think you can take them on the ship and then sink the cameo? Sink it? You're good. That's not a good thing. Yeah. I mean, my God, you, you, you're going to get hurt in a sinking, probably. Yeah, I, I just say. You to, hope she swims. I say to Gregor, I don't know if I can make it. I don't know if Alchenzia can make it, and I can't risk her like that. I think it'll be safer to keep her on the ship and rescue her a different day, but. Just, just, uh, it's only for a few weeks. It, you're coming back to Vodace. You're bringing your other ship, yes? Yes, I'll be back in Vodace. Uh, what am I to her? Nothing. Uh, it, it, she has no reason to, to hate me, no reason to, to uh, you've offered her gold, it sounds like, from what I could hear. She doesn't wish this. She just wishes you to, to do whatever this bargain is. Just, just come to Vodace and do it. Becca, I do believe, would treat Elchinji El. Alchenzia quite fairly. She does want her life. No oh, harm. absolutely. Our options Elisa... are fight or give in. Elisa fights back her tears. She only just got her sister-in-law back. She doesn't want to. She envisioned bringing her back to Vodace, but now on the other hand, as she's thinking... She was sent away from Vodace in the first place. Mm -hmm. That might not be the safest space for her. So, Until you're back. Yeah. I call Becca. I right here. Alchenzia will come stay with you on your ship, but I will come over and see her set up and we will negotiate terms for her care. Of course. I'm not an animal. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, <bitch. laughs> it's like, Ooh. all right. So I, I, I squeeze Alchenzia's hand and we'll, uh, we'll row over to her boat, her ship. Um, Gregor again leans in and goes, I'm just making clear. Are you coming back to the Seraphim? Yeah. Yes, okay. I will be. Okay. So as you're in route over there, um, once you get to the edge of the of the, the ship, a few guns are pointed, but you help. They're just pointed at Gregor not to row away. <laughs> they fire the cannons empty on the one side of the seraphim that they had loaded the four or five cannon. They fire them empty, and then she makes her way over. Everybody gets on board. Gregor's in the longboat. You set Alchenzia up. If you're not doing anything wackadoo with the three Marines you have in Gregor, you'll be let back down after you take care of her. You set her up and. He can go on his way, and the Ser- and by the time they row back over to the Seraphim, she's already got her ship. Sails are coming up, and she's getting ready to move. So this is really, she did this only as an assurity not to get screwed out of you going home or taking your time getting there. She told her guys, we're going to do this. I've got a plan. They're gonna- uh, What if she doesn't follow the plan? I got a plan. We got this. She's no, going to do it. Yeah, it, it yeah. makes sense, and I should have known. Um 
I just, I want, um, I just ask, I asked Becca if I could just have a few moments to speak with Alcenzia. Yeah, so, yeah. and she ends up giving you, um, Omar, which is a guy that Gregor has known for a while. That big, the big guy that helped you up over the side when you were a kid. Her second in command, Omar, goes with you. She says, "Now we're all square." I, I. Omar, we will be off the island of Laurentia at the south end of Bodace. <clears throat> we'll be there in two weeks. I know that Gregor has to, he was talking once we had dinner the other night, that he is heading over to um, Porto dello Cielo off Castile to pick up the rest of their crew and take care of some business. In one month's time, we will start looking. There is an old fort there. Fly the flag at dawn for one hour for a week, you know, until we reach out to you. But we will be on the waters around it and looking for it. We will come over, you know, every dawn we'll be somewhere in the vicinity in, a, in one month's time. And he goes, understood. She says, and I will miss you, my friend. They hug. You talked about Chenzia. So is there something you want to directly say to her? Yes. Um, I want to find out. I just want to know, basically, I want to ask her how my family is because I want to know who's still alive and who's not. I want to know. Mm -hmm why she was out there and I want to know why my brother if she knows why my brother is purposefully sinking these ships with no that she wouldn't have any idea about okay yeah she has no idea about why your brother's doing some of the things he does all you know is is that um the rest of your family's intact your mother your mother and there's one other sibling right or is it just the two of you I have um I have a brother and a sister both younger Right. So they're, they're okay. Your mother's okay. He has bought, somehow he was able to maneuver and buy all the Orsini property. And he showed IOUs, debts that needed to be paid, and he's turned against them. And she said she woke, you know, that he had supposedly arranged a marriage for her. And that was going to help pay off some of her parents' debts debts that her brother left behind. I mean, like he somehow he's heaped all kinds of paperwork to the court system, claiming that they owed a great deal of money to the family, to your family, which you, you never knew to be true. Mm -hmm. And that she had been sent out to the new world to be taken uh, across to the, one of the colonies in, in a, well, the Americas now and uh, sold to a rich English noble Lord. And that money would return for her for the for the value, which is why she didn't look so like she was being forced into a marriage anyway. She was kind of like melancholy, like okay, from one person to another. But yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Um, then as I'm, I get this information as I'm saying bye to her. I hug her very tight, you know, cradling the back of her head, and I say to her, "I will come back." I'm so sorry I've been gone all this time, Chenzia, but I will be back for you. I promise you that. She slips something into your hand. It's a very small silver key. She says, if all the furniture is still in the, in the, in the home, go to my brother's room. There is a small jewelry box there. You're going to want to see what's inside. And she backs away. I nod, um, kiss her cheek, and... I go to shake Becca's hand and 
part with her and take care of Omar. Yeah. That's what she says. I say. He means a lot to me. And he will be well looked after. He'll be well taken care of. I assure you that. I know I've echoed this several times, but please keep a watch over Alchenzia. She's. She's on the fastest ship in the waters. Nothing can catch us. We're going to head right for Vodachi and we'll await your signal. Becca, if I could ask, you're very talented with a blade and with firearm if you find the time in your busy schedule to perhaps show Alchenzia some basics just so she can defend herself? That'd be my honor, partner. Becca's growing on me. She's... <laughs> she does what she... She's like... In a way, she's like Burgess in a little bit, but they do what they have to do to get get it done. So... Yeah, she's she's a pain in the ass. She's probably a little rougher. She's a little rougher than Burgess. Incredibly so. Versus a little more put together. All right, so that's where we'll end this one. Uh, we got Alchenzia back. She is aboard the great cameo, and they are sailing off as the Seraphim makes a turnabout and starts heading into the towards the waters of Thea, but off of the coast of Castile for the island of Porto de los Cielo and the beautiful town of Sa- San Miguel. Well, the next time we get together, everyone will be back, but and we will learn more about Jezebel and her past and see her family's provincial estate and where that where she's from so from all of us at the secrets of the seraphim thank you for listening like share subscribe do all that great stuff for us please we do these shows for free so please just help us out by making sure you pass the word on and do whatever you can we want as many people listening to this and having a good time with us as possible so from raz and the rest of the players good night everybody thank you for listening to the secrets of the seraphim we hope you enjoyed our show If you would be interested in helping us continue to bring these adventures to you, please join our Patreon at patreon.com slash thebardiccollege to gain access to our solo adventures, interviews with the writer and casts, and advanced news about our appearances at conventions. You can also follow us on Facebook at the Bardic College page. Until next time, may all your days be filled with fair weather and calm seas.